Hey, this is Tom Matthews, and you're listening to the Horror Homeschool Podcast. And remember, fuck you, Jason. Hello, welcome back to Horror Homeschool. I'm Chris. And I'm Ash. And on this episode, we are continuing our chronological... Sorry, Ash, I didn't ask you how you were. Did we usually do that? <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> we can jump right into it. No, I'm, uh, I'm good. How are you? <laughs> I'm, I'm okay. I'm I think okay. I'm better now that I get to talk to you. That, that's what I'll say. Yeah, yeah. Things are things are good now. We're back together, reunited. It's all good. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, oh, happy spooky season, Ash. We've not. Oh spoke. yes, happy October. It's actually not hot outside today. It's actually quite warm here in the UK. Unusually warm for October. What's it's the like temperature? Twenty-one degrees, which is ridiculous. Like that's our summer temperature. So I don't know what is happening. But it needs to get cold already. It's not. It's not good. It's not spooky. It's not spooky. <laughs> We're still warmer than you. <laughs> oh yeah, no doubt you always are. Uh, but it feels um, so good outside. <laughs> it is raining though. It looks spooky, but it's warm. It's close. Um, but yeah. So on this episode, we are continuing our chronological covering of the Conjuring universe with Annabelle. Um, but before we talk about Annabelle. Uh, I've got a section that Ryan will love. Um, I've found a movie ranking list that's just come out. So Variety have just published um, the 21 best Halloween movies ever ranked. And I just read through it and I was like, okay, I need to speak with Ash about this because there's some very questionable entries on here. Okay, let's get on this. I'm excited. (laughs) Uh, But Yeah, I thought because it's officially spooky season. I'll give our listeners some ideas on what movies to watch in October. Uh, I wouldn't have picked some of them myself, but yeah. So apparently, um, how many people? Eight different journalists at Variety have made this list. So do with that what you will. <laughs> this is a, a list made by eight people. Uh, so I'll I'll count down from 21 to 1. Uh, again, like 21, that's that's a strange number as well. Like, why that's not? A strange number. I don't know. But here we are. So, at number 21 uh, is Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark. Um, I wasn't really a fan of that one. I wouldn't put that okay. on my list. I mean, it's yeah, it's spooky, but like, you know, it's not not a good one in my opinion. Uh, number 20 is Practical Magic. Yes, I agree um, with that. Which I always forget about that one because it's not really a horror, but I guess it is spooky. Is it set on Halloween? It's very autumnal though, isn't it? Like, um, it is. There are Halloween uh scenes in it, but it's just very witchy. Mm. I think I'm gonna give that one a rewatch. I know I'm a fan of that. Gorgeous 
um, Sandra Bullock and uh, what is that little lady's name? I can't remember. Nicole Kidman. Yeah, that lady. Mm-hmm. Um, at number nineteen is Ginger Snaps. Ooh, that's a good one. Which that's is... Abby's favorite. Abby's favorite, yeah. So I guess we'll be watching that. Um, and apparently that is set on Halloween. I forget. I need to watch it too. I'll watch it, it too. Uh, number 18 is Night of the Demons, 1988. I've not seen that. That's when I, I was born. I have not seen it either, but I've had it on my list for a long time. So I'm going to have to pop is that, that on my on. list. Maybe. I can't remember what's on my list. Go ahead. Um, at number <laughs> 17, Trick or Treat, 1986. Uh, which I've not seen. Um, hmm. I think it's like a it's like a rock and roll Halloween movie. I'm pretty sure Ozzy Osbourne's in it or something. Oh my like, god, that sounds <laughs> so amazing! I'm gonna have to check that one out. What is it called? Trick or treat. Okay, so it's not like trick or treat. Not trick or treat. Just trick. Um, it's, got, it's got the O on it. <laughs> trick or okay. trick or treat. Um, at number sixteen is Scream Six. Um, now, I know this movie is set on Halloween, but to me, it's just not a Halloween movie. It just d- doesn't give me those autumnal feels, like those spooky vibes. Like, like I, I rewatched it recently, actually, and I was like, right, it's a Halloween movie. Like, it's set I think on it's Halloween. because it's set in such a stark environment. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, it's not. It's well, like I'm sure they have like falling leaves in New York, like. There's not an ounce of like spooky vibes in that for yeah. me. Like it's got a bunch of people dressed up. Yeah. There's like costumes, there's a party, but like there's just no like I don't know, like a spooky like a Halloween movie needs like orange in it. Like it needs those warm, spooky vibes and those tones, you know, and the Scream Six, it just doesn't do it for me in that way. So for me it's not. It's not a Halloween movie. I know it is, but no, it's not. Um they could have done so much more with that as well. Like, I always think, like, how cool would it be if we had a really Halloweeny screen movie? That'd be so sick. Like, there was not one pumpkin in that film. I don't remember seeing a pumpkin. Yeah, yeah I don't they, remember they seeing a pumpkin. They could do something with uh, making it really spooky and Halloweeny, but yeah, they missed the mark on that on that one for me. Uh, and number fifteen is Ernest Scared Stupid. Nope, won't do it. Do not like Ernest. I haven't seen that. I know he's like a big thing over there, is he? Like it's like a funny. I will com- get so thing. much hate for just saying that too. I will tell I you. I know Phil Mouse. Phil Mouse likes it. I think. Or is it Ryan or both? <laughs> I don't know. But he annoyed me so bad. I hated like when I was growing up. All uh, my friends would watch those, and I'm like, this is just so fucking annoying. Why do you want to watch this hillbilly guy? Like I deal with people like that all the time. <laughs> is he just like a character in these movies, or is he yeah, like... he's just yeah. earnest, and he's like he. I don't even know. He's just like country bumpkin, like doofus. I don't know. It's just really annoying. I'll check it out at some point, but it's not high on my list to check out. <laughs> Maybe I don't know. Is it like it's kid friendly, right? As far as I, yeah, I think it was. Yeah, yeah. I might watch it with Aiden because he loved Hoobie's Halloween and that is a fucking garbage movie. Oh no, <laughs> you know, the, I would never watch that. The Adam Sandler one on Netflix. Yeah, no. It's so bad. But like I let him off because like, you know, he's young and he's he's trying to clutch onto any kind of spooky movies he can watch. And I guess that's one of them. But yeah, I might I might watch Ernest with him, see if he likes that. Um and number fourteen is Terrifier Two. 
Yes. Great choice. Both Terrifier films are awesome Halloween movies, in my opinion. Now, they have all the autumn spooky vibes. Like Hell they, yeah. They have nailed that Halloween vibe. I am um, going to watch that movie soon. Yeah, I've I've already watched it, like, many times this year, I think, already. But I'm going <laughs> to watch it again at some point in October, because it's just so fucking good. Um, number 13 is Casper. Yes. Absolutely. Always. Can I keep you? Yes, always, you always watch that in Halloween. It's such a fucking great Halloween spooky movie. Um, number 12 is Idle Hands. I just watched that recently. I watched it recently for the first time. I think I saw it last year for the first time. And yeah, I enjoyed it. You know, mm-hmm. great yeah. cast. Fucking um, uh, Seth Green just... And <laughs> the, Green. Uh, Devin Sewa. So good. Oh, yeah. So in Casper as well. Yeah. Right next to each other. Um, number 11 is Sleepy Hollow. Mm, that is a good one. That's a very good spooky movie. I'm going to watch that one too. Uh, number 10 is The Karate Kid. Like, mm. huh? Like, that's not a Halloween movie. Well, I mean, there is Halloween vibes and scene in it. Like, the whole end scene, or not the whole end scene, but the whole, there's a scene where all the bad kids are chasing uh, Daniel Russo, and they're in Halloween costumes, which are awesome Halloween costumes. Okay. But It's, it's um, been a long time since I've seen The Karate Kid, so I might pop that on. Just to see if it makes me feel spooky. Yeah, I watched all the Karate Kids. I watched all of Cobra Kai. <laughs> I kind of like that stuff. So <laughs> I've never been a big fan of it. Like I, I saw that movie like a long, long time ago, and I just, I think I thought it was okay, but I've never, I don't think I've watched the sequels well, or anything. I think because I was in martial arts, I just clung on to all those martial arts movies. Like I love that one. I love Ninja Turtles. I love. Um, the three ninjas, surf ninjas, all that. Ninja gal. <laughs> Did yeah. you watch the new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie? Not yet. Way? I'm waiting. For, I'm going to wait for it till it comes stream. I think you'll like it. Aiden loved it. I think it. I will like it too because a lot of people have said it's really good. It's very similar to the animation that's in the Spider-Verse movies. Like very I haven't seen those. Pulpy and comic booky. It's kind of like the new, the new, the new style that the kids dig these days. <laughs> I hey, mean, I'm, to... I'm all for it. To me, like, it, I didn't really enjoy it because, like, hashtag not my turtles, but because that's, you know, I'm just like a grumpy old gatekeeping man that just likes my turtles to be like the cartoon <laughs> when I was a kid. You know, like, the personalities of the turtles have kind of changed them and, like, I don't know. The, to me, it's just not my turtles, but that's fine. Like, it's not for me. <laughs> it's the new know, generation's for, turtles. Exactly. Okay. It's for the new generation. And Aiden loves it. He's bought all the Funko Pops. He's like turtle mad, which is great because that's what I was like when I was a kid. So that's fine. You know, let people enjoy things. It just wasn't for me. <laughs> um, uh, number, where are we up to? Number nine, House of 1000 Corpses. Mm, and I'm pronouncing that 1000 Corpses because I always say House of 1000 Corpses. But it's actually written 1,000, like the numbers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I haven't seen <laughs> yeah. it. Oh, oh, you need to check that out. Do you like Rob Zombie? No? Uh, you don't like the Halloween? Oh, music I like his music, did? yeah. Uh, Halloween was okay. Like, wasn't, it was just kind of weird. He's By weird. the way, speaking of the Rob Zombie Halloween movies, so I put up a poll on the Instagram recently of all the different Halloween that. timelines. So... We have um, the new one, H4O, the old one, H2O, uh, the original sequel timeline, 
and um, the the Rob Zombie uh, reboot timeline, and people have been voting on their favourite one. And have you seen someone voted for the reboot timeline as their favourite? No, I didn't see it. Well, I'm going to call him out. Fieldmouse, come on, man. What the hell? Like <laughs> he, he probably did that on purpose. There's <laughs> yeah. no way. But I kind of I kind of do believe that he he likes that the best. Like, but yeah, probably. I mean, like I, like I just okay. said, everyone's entitled to their own you know things they like, so that's fine. But that's not really fine. Come on, man. <laughs> like, <laughs> I know Abby actually prefers that as her timeline too. She actually hates the original Halloween movies and loves the Rob Zombie ones. So I don't know. Some people, man, no taste. <laughs> Um, but yeah, House for a Thousand Corpses, checking out. I'm not the biggest Rob Zombie fan, but it's such a shocking, brutal movie. It has to be seen. So, yeah. Um, number eight, one of my all-time favorite movies, Donnie Darko. Yes. King, love that. And yeah, definitely a spooky scene. Grandma season. death. Grandma death. Love it. Lisa, at my old house, we had um, a little like part of our property that was just pretty much just very wooded and it was kind of dark, just like in that one general area. And A, we had a suit of armor there for no reason. I have no idea how we got it or <laughs> where it came from. That's terrifying. But we, my dad put a suit of armor on there so everybody would be scared when they would come <laughs> to our house at night. And two, something over there squeaked. It wasn't the armor, we don't really know what it was, but anytime we were outside and we heard the squeaking, we were like, Grandma Death, and we would take off running into our house. <laughs> was it a mouse living in the suit of armor, like in one of the cartoons? No, it sounded like... <laughs> like something was rocking back and forth on like a rocking chair. That's oh, why we that's called not... it Grandma Death. It's not creepy at all. Um, but yeah, Danny Darko, fucking amazing film. Love it. Uh, I'm definitely going to be watching that this month. Uh, number seven, E.T., the extraterrestrial, which is another it. wild card. You've never seen E.T.? Well, Mm-mm. you need to get on that. Um, for me, like, it's not really, a, it's not a spooky season watch. I'm I'm sure there is a scene in it where they, they dress up for Halloween, but, yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't put it in this list. But there we go. Um, number six is Pumpkinhead. Great, great movie. I haven't seen that. You need to check that one out. It's a, it's a good one. Very spooky, very october um, number five, Halloween three, season of the witch. Yes, oh, yes. Ooh, 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 it ooh, made the ooh, top five. Dude, I'm I'm so I'm excited. I'm, like, I'm waiting. I'm waiting. I'm I'm waiting to watch that movie because it's just it's got to be perfect. Yeah, that I wait to watch. That's a Halloween night movie for me. That that's one I save for Halloween night. It's just <sighs> like it's the best. I fucking love Halloween. My- Ghoul Cemetery shirt just came in. Hell yeah. It's a good one, that. Ugh, it's actually so um the the British poster, that one. The the, the witch. So dope. That's the yeah, that's the poster they brought out in England for that movie. It's a really cool, cool design. Um at number four is the Nightmare Before Christmas. Hell yeah. Yes. Always. All-time favorite. Um, number three, Trick or a Treat. Yeah, such a good one. That that movie is criminally underrated. I just really like that movie. <laughs> okay, well, I'll talk to you then. 
<laughs> it's one of Abby's favorite of all time. Like she fucking so she adores that the way that I adore Halloween three. I think she, no. that's a very chick movie. I think that's it is, why it is. There's a because yeah, like there's... my besties, they love that movie too, and. Uh, most guys I've talked to are like, eh, it's okay. But I love that movie. Yeah, there's a there's very like feminine energy to that when it's just like, fuck man, let's just eat them. Like, <laughs> yes, I hate them so much. I do, I do like that scene though with that Marilyn Manson song. Like, it's such a good moment. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's at number three. At number two, Hocus Pocus. Of course. Yeah, of course. That is just top top tier movie. Fucking love that. Can you guess what number one is? Mm. No. Oh, shoot. No. Really? Really? You can't? Let me think. Is it Halloween Town? Halloween, 1978. Oh, of Halloween. Course. Duh. <laughs> <laughs> How could anything be on the top spot? Oh, Halloween yeah. Town. It has to be. I was like, Halloween Come Town? Come on. <laughs> I hate that movie, by the way, Halloween Town. I mean, I never watched it as a kid, so I guess I don't have that. Like, I watched it for the first time a few years ago, and I was like, I know, and you're just like, this is... Why is this so, like, <laughs> such a thing? Like, why do people love this? It's fucking awful. Like, it's not There's, even... like, five, four of them, right? Oh, damn. I barely got it past the first one. It's terrible. It's <laughs> so funny. But let's move on now. We've got through okay. that place. It's fun. But let's talk about why we're here today, and that okay. is to continue discussing these movies in the Conjuring franchise. And next up is Annabelle. So this movie came out in October 2014. It is, of course, produced by James Wan. It is written by Gary Doberman. Uh, we spoke about him on the last episode. So he writes all the Annabelle movies, and he also did the It remakes. Um, and this is directed by John R. Leonetti. Um, he's not really directed much else. He's mostly a cinematographer and director of photography. Um, his directing credits do include the Sleepy Hollow TV series. He did an episode of that. That was in 2015. I never heard of that. Mm -mm. Um, he also did the Butterfly Effect 2 and Mortal Kombat Annihilation. <laughs> so not a great <laughs> resume on this guy um but he was the director of photography on the conjuring and insidious one and two and dead silence so that's that's his forte rather than directing i guess um so the synopsis for this movie is as follows a couple begins to experience terrifying supernatural occurrences involving a vintage doll shortly after their home is invaded by satanic cultists i guess that Explains it a bit. <laughs> um, yeah, so the trivia. Oh, damn it. I was going to watch the real-life story of Annabelle for the trivia because I want to know more about this doll, like the real doll, because I don't actually know much about it other than the Warrens have it now and they keep it locked up. Do you know much the... about the doll? I don't. So we Maybe, can do it for the next one, I guess. Yeah, when we do Annabelle Comes Home, we'll we'll watch like a documentary on it and have more information on that. Um, trivia, I have... Uh, so the actor that played the main girl, Mia, she's mm -hmm. actually called Annabelle. Yep. She's also a malignant, mm -hmm. which we will get to soon yes. enough. Um, <laughs> so it says, it, so this movie, um, so it portrays the Annabelle doll as a porcelain doll. 
but the real Annabelle doll is a large Raggedy Ann doll. Um, and I don't know it, which one's creepier, man. See, the thing is, I usually like to stick to like, oh, what's real, and you know, like stick to real life as as possible. But I think they made a good choice with this one because I think that Raggedy Ann doll kind of looks goofy. Like, yeah. can you imagine like, train, trying to make that like creepy? It's just a plush doll, really. Uh, I could so, see like, it being creepy, but that's just me and my fear of dolls. <laughs> I think the porcelain animal doll that they made for this movie was like way creepier. Like that's. It's more iconic, I think, than than the Raggedy Ann doll, which just looks like a pretty goofy doll. Um, but yeah, so the Warrens, the paranormal investigator, medium couple, they now own it or did own it. They have a, it was a, in a special case built for Annabelle inside of their occult museum, and it is still there to this day, which is fucking amazing. I would love to like visit that one day. Can you imagine coming home with all them curses and all them spirits attached? Um, so it says here, so when Annabelle is shown being purchased by the woman in the thrift store at the end of the film, um, the camera pans across the screen and it shows a raggedy andal sitting in there with Annabelle. Just a little, little homage Easter egg to the original one. And um, so the real Annabelle doll was given to Donna, who was a college student at the time, uh, by her mother in 1970. Um, she and her roommate Angie noticed that the doll would move subtly, and then within a few weeks it became fully mobile, moving from one room to another while they were gone. No, absolutely <laughs> Just... fucking not. <laughs> horrible, horrible. Um, next bit of trivia, uh, the baby mobile hanging over the crib uh, plays the same tune as the music box in The Conjuring, which oh, I didn't notice. I didn't notice that either. Alfre Woodard, who plays the bookshop lady, she hadn't seen The Conjuring before she began working on the film. Instead, she prepared for it by researching the alleged true story that inspired the film, which is a really cool technique, I think, get into method acting in that way. Like mm -hmm. it's a real, the real deal. Um, so at the start of the movie, um, you know, when that girl is in the Warrens with the Annabelle doll, um, mm -hmm. so that same, that same actor, same character, I don't know, but she is in the film later on as Mia goes into labor and um, carrying the, the baby. That's what I thought. Cause I like Lusar and I was like, she looks really familiar. <laughs> <laughs> um, so this is interesting. So the movie that you just watched, uh, Rosemary's Baby, uh, this film carries a lot of references to that cult classic. Yeah, so basically it's a couple moving into a new building. Uh, obviously the, the lead character is pregnant. Um, they name their newborn daughter Leah. Um, and this is actually the name of one of the neighbors uh, that Rosemary and Guy meet in their, in their mm -hmm. building. Um, both of the movies have a dramatic scene involving an elevator. Um, Annabelle's set in 1969. Rosemary's Baby is 1966. Um, and also, um, in 1969, actress Sharon Tate uh, was murdered by the Manson family. Mm -hmm. She was eight months pregnant at the time. She was, yep. um, And Sharon Tate was married to director Roman Polanski, who directed mm -hmm. Rosemary's Baby, of course. So it all kind of ties okay. in. Okay, all right, that's kind of cool. Mm -hmm. um, more Manson stuff. So in the film, you see the murderers that break in and kill the neighbours. 
Uh, one of them was called Sharon, which is obviously a reference to Sharon Tate, uh, who was, you know, a high profile victim of the mm-hmm. murdering cult led by Charles Manson. Um, and actually that cult does have a mention on the news in the beginning of the film. Mm-hmm. Same night that the neighbours are murdered. Um, so, yeah, Manson stuff. Do you like Manson stuff? Are you interested in all that cult kind of um, stuff? Yeah, I am. I've just done so much. Like, I've heard so many stories from Manson that, like, it's just like, okay. Uh, yeah, <laughs> like, it's been done just, to death. Like, we, it's we're, just so you many know, this, movies. It's on every and... podcast as well. Like, every yeah, true crime like... podcast is the Manson. It's like, yeah, we know. Like, um, I mean, it's, it's kind it, of interesting. That sucks that you even say that. Like, you know, these were real people. And of course, yeah. Humans. Yeah. Like, I'm, we're not, I'm not saying, like, tired of hearing about them. I'm just saying, like, borrow from something else. <laughs> Wait, Did you ever see Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? The Quentin oh, no, Tarantino movie? No. It's, um, it's, a, it's a weird slant on the Manson stuff. So if anyone actually does like the Manson stuff, then I'd say go and check out the movie because it's, it's interesting. Daniel Harris is actually in it. As one of the the cultists, the Manson cultists. Oh, really? I just yeah. watched um, Urban Legend recently. Ah, oh, so good, so fucking good. Tell you what, that chase scene with Tara Reid is one of the most underrated chase scenes. In I know, flashes. especially because so she's good. being like, she still has her thing. Yeah, um, she's on, on the radio. Yeah. The radio's <laughs> promoting it, and like, oh, she's just doing a theatrical thing or whatever, or whatever they said. So good. So yeah. fucking good that that's one of my favorite chases in a slash of that. It's amazing. Um next bit of trivia on here. Oh, this is cool. So when Mia is trying to escape the demon in the basement storage unit, she pushes the elevator button three times for the sixth floor. Six, six, six. Because mm. she is the number of the beast dun, associated dun, dun. with the devil or the Satan in Christianic beliefs. Um but that's basically it for the trivia. So let's get into what we thought about the movie. Um, you go so first. I will go first. So relationship with this movie and initial thoughts. I've only ever watched this movie once before. Um, it was three years ago when I was doing my first time watch of the Conjuring franchise. And I was super disappointed with it. Like it was one of the first ones that I watched, I think. And I remember being like super hyped for it because like it was Annabelle the doll and it was this like big horror icon and I was expecting like a really good movie and it was not. (laughs) Um, I remember it had like some redeeming qualities to it, but it didn't make it a good movie on a whole. Like, um, and I remember it leaving like a bad taste in my mouth and I was underwhelmed. But I was actually looking forward to rewatching it for this though because I have a tendency to enjoy movies that I initially dislike and then watch them years later and end up liking them um but unfortunately that was not the case for this one i still didn't like it oh, i just good. think it's a pretty bland movie i just think it's a below average horror just nothing special about it with not much to enjoy about it i mean there are some decent scares but those moments i think aren't enough to redeem it so uh, yeah this was my first watch oh and were you expecting was, something a lot better? <laughs> yeah, it was unbelievably boring. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> it's like it's Annabelle, right? And it's like right. it's meant to be like, you know, this is like this was the first Annabelle movie that came out, right? So this was meant to be like the start of it. Yeah, really it just, good. 
it lacked in everything, in my opinion. And I just was like, okay, this is, I don't know. We can get into it. But yeah, that's pretty much Have you seen Annabelle Comes Home? No, I haven't seen any. Oh, interesting. So the only one you had seen was Creation. Yep. Interesting. So yeah, um, let's get into it then. So the intro... I quite like the intro just with them words because I always love a good like word intro, you know, when there's like a quote because it always yeah, makes it like, really you always spooky. Know it's gonna be spooky. <laughs> <laughs> so I wrote down the quote. It says, since the beginning of civilization, dolls have been beloved by children, cherished by collectors and used in religious rites as conduits for good and evil. It's just such a fucking terrifying statement. <laughs> it's so scary. <laughs> So it just sends your imagination wild straight away. You're like, holy shit, like this, this is a real thing. Like this is actually based on a true story, right? Like I don't know if this particular plot in this movie was based on a real story, but it's a spooky haunted doll at the end of the day and these things exist. Mm-hmm. Um, but right, let's talk about the opening. So <laughs> you hadn't seen this movie before, but you saw how the last one ended um yeah so it's a very confusing opening when they're trying to tie it together with annabelle creations ending because it doesn't really make any sense it does it make any sense because like, <laughs> they're trying really hard to tie it together but at the end of the day i think that they just chose the wrong ending for that movie i think as a standalone this one might have worked because you're like okay the cultists whatever like they've conjured something they're they're possessed and then it ends up going in the doll okay that's fair enough but the fact that like this is annabelle slash um what was the little girl's name in creation Uh, Uh, janice something like that maybe it was but yeah the, the fact that this is like meant to be her grown up it's just like why has she waited all this time like is it because she joined a cult? Did that trigger the demon to like become active again? Like it doesn't it just doesn't make any sense. Like and what are the chances as well that the neighbors ended up with a replica of the exact same Annabelle doll and that ends up being a demon conduit again? Like it's just like mm-hmm. what are the chances? Like it just it just seems really bad storytelling and just a bad way of trying to tie things together, like not a fan of that <clears throat> like it just i mean even though I, I really love annabelle creation i just think that it's really messy how they try and tie that ending and the beginning of this movie together mm-hmm. that story like it just doesn't make any sense <laughs> so that was a bit bit jarring to sort of tie them together but like i say if if, it, if you just look at annabelle as a standalone it it kind of works i just think they chose the wrong path to go down with the ending and tying it in mm-hmm. um what other notes have i got here oh yeah i got <laughs> i got a note that says do you like pickles or whatever she was eating out of that jar she had these mm-hmm. giant delicious like, looking pickles do you like pickles yeah oh, were they pickles fucking... yeah they were they put those guess... on pizzas here we have like <laughs> uh, we have kebab <laughs> shops like the, these turkish kebab shops here they do the nicest, like, greasiest, like, fattest, unhealthiest pizzas that you get on, like, nights out. You always go to the kebab shop and get these fucking gorgeous 
kebab shop pizzas and they put these like giant pickles like that on them most people just throw them away but i used to eat them no absolutely not i'll eat anything on pizza man my favorite pizza topping is i'm not gonna don't even say it is pineapple sweet corn and feta cheese what the fuck is that have you not heard of feta cheese no i know what feta cheese is but i'm saying what the fuck is that combination feta cheese and pineapple pineapple yep try before you deny (laughs) i don't i don't like corn so i know americans always say this like when i'm like oh yeah i love sweet corn on pizza they're like what corn on pizza but yeah it's a thing man even pizza dude that's like blasphemy it's not it's the best in fact i'm gonna have it tonight i'm gonna have (laughs) papa john's that's what i have papa john's everyone's like oh papa john's i'm like no i like papa john's it's better than Domino's, in my opinion. It's just a better recipe. But I think I'm going to do that tonight. I'm going to have Papa John's. I'm going to watch Trick or Treat. Trick or Treat. Trick or Treat. Um, but yeah, this movie. Let's talk about this movie. So pickles. Ugh. Pickles are okay. Oh, and I've got a note here that says, do you like Doritos? Because they had Doritos on the table, like a 1960s Doritos, which is pretty mm, cool. I do love some Doritos. I like Doritos, but... I feel like they've changed the recipe. They have in the UK anyway, like with everything, like food, since like the credit crunch and everything. The the recipe's different, so Doritos aren't as good anymore for me. I actually prefer like cheap um, supermarket's own brand version of Doritos. Mm. You, know, you just get like regular corn chips and they try to pretend to be a Doritos flavor. So I always get um, from Aldi, it's my favorite supermarket, I always get the the cheesy uh, fake Doritos from Aldi, and they're, like, way better and, like, a third of the price. So what's your favorite Doritos flavor? You a cool original gal? Uh, I like those, yeah. No, I totally would mow down, but I like original, (laughs) just cheese, cheesy cheese. Cheese it, yeah. I got to go with the cheese. I do like cool ranch, though. I like a ranch. It's good, good flavor. I like Chili Heat Wave, too, actually. That's pretty good. They've started doing Pizza Hut flavors as well, mm. like Burger King flavors, which is pretty nice. Um, but yeah, this movie, I'm trying to talk about anything apart from this I movie. know. Um, I've got down here, the sewing machine scene made me wince. Um, you know, where she like cuts her finger mm-hmm. on it. I know, and me It's just too. so funny because like tiny bits of gore in films like that, like where they shave off a bit of their finger or something that gets me more mm-hmm. than like anything in like terrifier 2 or you know stuff when brains are getting ripped out and eaten like it's little things like someone getting a paper cut i'm like oh that hurts <laughs> you know <laughs> i guess you can relate to that that's why but you can't relate to having your brain ripped out um so yeah that's that scene made me wince highlights have we got any highlights i have Two. I I like <laughs> the main actress. I like her as a as an actress, and I thought she did good with what she was given. I agree. She was good at being um, scared, and she was she did the best with what she had. Definitely. Yeah, and because she was in she was in Peaky Pe- Blinders. Yeah. Peaky fucking blinders. Yeah, dude, that show. I haven't is seen one it. of my top shows of all time. <laughs> I haven't seen it. Great. Um. But yeah, she and I just know her from Malignant, and she was good in that. So fantastic and Malignant! I cannot wait to watch that. Um, uh, highlights: I've got the score by our boy 
Joseph like Bishara. So okay. the Lipstick Demon is back scoring and he's on this movie. He's come out, he's come out of the Insidious franchise and scored this. Um, but it's it's a good score, but I don't think it's really a conjuring score. Like it feels too insidious and kind of out of place. Yeah, I think that's what it was. Like you just feel like you should be watching an, an insidious movie. So although it's good for me, it it kind of doesn't fit the movie. Um, I don't know. I would have gone for someone else. Like um, I don't know who I would have gone for. Someone that scored the Nun movies. Like they're creepy scores. Um, my other highlight. My one and only other highlight is uh, I like the creepy apartment building they moved to. Mm-hmm. I thought that <laughs> one was cool, yeah. Yeah. Like, kind of Rosemary's Baby-esque. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, not much. Uh... <laughs> I have a lot of lowlights. A lot of lowlights. If you want to dive into them. All right, let's go into it. At the top of my list is the pacing. I just think it's not so good. Horrible. It's a real dull slog. There's yeah. just like nothing to it. It's just really dull, really boring plot, boring story, just nothing to it. And it just feels like it goes on forever. It's like, what, an hour and 40 minutes? And it feels so long. And like, it's just a struggle to get through. Like, I honestly fell asleep, almost fell asleep a couple of times. I know, me too. <laughs> <laughs> I, so I was like, boring. okay, cool. I'm gonna. I, it's at night. I'm gonna turn the lights off. Get under my blanket. And I was like, oh, I'm going to fall asleep. <laughs> like, there's large portions of the film where literally nothing happens, and it's just yeah. like, I'm like, I don't care about watching her be pregnant. I don't care about her taking care of her kid. Like, that's just too too many scenes of that. I'm like, yeah. It was unnecessary, bunch of unnecessary scenes. And the dialogue is really awful in it, too. It felt like a cringy drama, like, just Yeah, not, they tried really good. hard to uh, take, I forgot what it's called, but there's, like, a certain style of voice uh, acting like that. Oh, like, from... a na- like a 1960s voice. Exactly. They were yeah. trying, I think they tried to implement that style, but they just, couldn't grasp the... the actors weren't good enough like in my opinion like because like i watched um the haunting which is like 1968 1967 which is what the haunting of hill house is based off of oh um, I, I watched that one but with like Catherine zeta jones and yeah yeah, yeah. And so that's... that's a fucking dreadful film other than the house yeah that, that movie was the worst but the original <laughs> was original yeah yeah the original one is good because it's like Mm. they use like practical scares um Mm. but anyways uh i forgot where i was going with that you were just saying about how the dialogue was oh yeah because of the and then they have that type of dialogue in there but it's very like i think they call it transatlantic no i don't know anyways but yeah no the dialogue wasn't great yeah, I didn't like the um, the characters or the mm. actors either. I just found them all really bland and boring, especially yeah. the guy. The guy yeah, was so the guy wooden. was just so vanilla. He was just, like, plain and... I know that was probably kind of the point, like this, you know, 
clean cut 60s you know guy but it almost felt like they just like someone else cancelled last minute and they just got him in well it's just, just like right let's pull it in this felt guy. like he was just so cookie cutter and that there was nothing no substance to him there was no like other than him sometimes being a little bit of a jerk to her I was like, what does she see in him? Like, literally, like, he's not anything. She could yeah. survive without him. And there was no, like, chemistry between them either. No, not at all. It was, like, it was just very, like, the acting in this was almost like a stage play at points. It yes. It kind of felt like. Okay, there we go. That's what I was thinking it was. It didn't <sighs> feel, like, it didn't flow well at all. Mm-mm. And it was just, like, really not a good watch. Um. I will say, though, I did like one character. She was probably my favorite character, and that's Evelyn, the bookshop lady. Um, she's actually a really good actor. She's yeah, won, she is. like, Emmy Awards and shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, she played a really great character in the Marvel show, Luke Cage. I don't know if you saw that. Um, the Netflix show, Luke Cage. Uh, I didn't finish it. I think I started it, but I didn't finish it. I really enjoyed that show. I thought it was great, but she was so good in that. Yeah, she's really good. And again, she did the best with what she has, for sure. Um, <clears throat> what else have I got that I hated in this? Um, hated, hated the sound levels in this. Now, I don't know if it's my TV or whether you had this problem as well, but there's like the sound levels were so off because like, there was like so much like low whispering dialogue in it and then really loud booming music. Like there was just no, like I couldn't uh, get the balance. Like, I couldn't I'm hear, what, sh- I couldn't hear what they were saying. So I was like turning it up to hear what they were saying. And then I was getting like deafened by all these like loud sound effects and music. And I was like, fuck, gotta turn it down. Like, and maybe that's the point that like you get scared by the loud noises, but it was not pleasant on the ears. Like, which was just it, not good sound levels, in my opinion, in this movie. Yeah. I did not like that. Um, okay. Favorite scene. There is actually a few scenes that I did like in this. A couple of good scares as well. Um, so favorite scene I got down as the basement scene with the empty buggy and the demon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was pretty cool. And then the chase where the demon's like at the bottom of the stairs. Yeah, I thought that up. part was the coolest like, part yeah that was really scary um but do you know why that sequence was so good so that that bit was actually directed by james Wan. and oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, i didn't actually realize this until i was doing the trivia after i watched the movie and i'd already put that down as my favorite scene and i was like oh of course um but you you notice the change in the quality of directing there mm-hmm. so that was why that scene was good um i've also got a note down here the scene when she thinks she's killed her baby like that's fucking brutal like did you think that like you know when she sees the doll in the cart and she's like bashing the doll around Mm -hmm. did you think that it had tricked her and that was her baby no no i see i i did i thought that that happened i was like damn that's fucking that's brutal that um Right. Favorite scares. There's a couple of good scares in this movie that I really liked, actually. And that is um, so one of them is when she sees kid Annabelle in her room 
and then she just like runs at her and the, the door closes and as she's like charging into the room she like turns into adult annabelle and like screams at her i thought that was a a good effective scare yeah, remember that, that was moment? Good. yeah uh-huh. I liked yeah it. um there's another one that's pretty tropey but it's pretty good where like annabelle slash janet is janice isn't it the little girl um mm-hmm. so she's like walking past the door frame in the room behind and then she walks in the room with the mum and the baby like straight away yeah tropey but pretty cool um but the one my favorite favorite moment in the film favorite scare give me full body chills and that is when the doll like is sat on the ground by the window and then just like you see it rise up and mm-hmm. then you see like the demons behind it holding it and it's such a scary moment with that score as well i actually thought that bit was like really well directed and scary but i think my was... favorite scene was the when the neighbors get killed how quiet <laughs> it is and like yeah, you just yeah. kind of see it from afar yeah. and i was like okay that's kind of cool <laughs> Yeah, it seemed quite real life that as well because like mm-hmm. you just see the blood on the window and there was like that loud noise. But and again, like stupid white people, like call the police. Like he's like, no, no, I'll just go over there. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> no, bad things happen. Bad things happened after that. That's the reason why because you were a stupid mm-hmm. white man. And I know when they get home and he hadn't even locked the door, I was like, oh no. I was like, that's gonna be something for later. <laughs> Yeah, and then she comes in. She's like, I like your dolls. It's like, yeah. And then she gets stabbed in the stomach. I was like, oh, shit. But again, what are the chances that they ended up having that doll? How many were made? He he numbered them, didn't he, in Annabelle Creation? There wasn't that many. It was like 60 <laughs> or something like that. Mm. Guess. Yeah. Mm. It's, still, it's still a lame story. <sighs> Speaking of lame, lamest line. I got a few of them. <laughs> What you what you got? Um, <laughs> the one at the start when he was like, "Oh, I've got something to give you," and she goes, "Oh, the last time you yep. said that, I ended up getting pregnant." That oh, was my lamest line. <laughs> it was terribly delivered as well. Such a lame line. Um, another one which was just amusing to me was when that dude—I've forgotten who he was now—but he was like, "Have you ever heard the impression sometimes a cigar is just a cigar?" I'm like, that no, was, nobody has ever that... said, nobody has ever said that. Was that the That's cop guy? Was it, yeah, I think he was a cop. He was a guy that popped in every now and again, like checking on them. Um, but yeah, like after he said that, I was like, no, no one has ever said that. I've never heard that expression before. <laughs> yeah, and they were just like, oh, it's just a couple crazy people. Oh, that's just what crazy people do. Oh, no. You need to go do research on why these people are, like, trying to sacrifice these things. Like, come on. Don't just brush it off. Um, I've got another quote here that it wasn't really a lame line, but I was just, like, relatable. And that's when Evelyn says, I'm old, which means there's very little that surprises me anymore. And if it does, I'm too tired to show it. <laughs> Same girl. <laughs> <laughs> Same. Yeah. Aliens are real. Yeah, we know. <laughs> um, every day of my life basically. um yesterday or the other day when we had that national alarm or whatever 
warning that came on our phones. I was just like, is it just going to tell us that the world's about to explode? Because please. <laughs> what, what do we do if that's, that's you know, we get an alarm for like that? And what? Like, where do we go? Do we, what do we do? I don't understand. I didn't understand Justin it either. Cover? Like, okay, zombies are here. Cool. All right. I'll just lock my door until they're able to come in because I can't stop them. <laughs> so stupid um do we have anything else to talk about with this there wasn't much to it it was like a bunch Literally, of cheap we, jump scares we and probably just... spent the first hour talking about not this movie in the last 22 minutes yeah. talking about this movie. <laughs> there's really not much to it it's not a good movie um I do like the end quote, though. I like I like the start quote and the end quote, and that's about it. Lorraine Warren quote, and she says, the threat of evil is ever-present. We can contain it as long as we stay vigilant, but it can never truly be destroyed, which is pretty ominous and cool. Yeah, I just kind of got mad, too. I was like, okay, so that lady just killed herself for no reason, and... Yeah, that's not how it works, surely. I don't know. I was just like, that was just so dumb. She's like, oh, I know that this is a reason why I was supposed to survive. And I was like, well, that's weird, I guess. Yeah, she was just like plot device, the character. Yeah. Just like. She yeah, was, was set it, up to be the sacrifice. Yeah, really weird climax as well. It felt really rushed. Like the whole movie was so slow and boring. And then it was just this like major rush at the end to get to this really unsatisfying climax and it's just like oh that's it and then just shows annabelle like in the cabinet and that's it mm-hmm. <laughs> just like really like not even a jump scare at the end like you've thrown all these cheap jump scares throughout the movie you're not even gonna give us a chair jumper at the end okay mm-hmm. but yeah my overall least... thoughts yeah uh overall thoughts my least favorite james wan universe movie Mm-hmm. It's definitely bottom tier for me. It's down there. Um, I'd say that this one's bottom, bottom, bottom. I'm trying to think of what else we've done, but it's definitely. Oh no, Saw's better than this. I know, like people will hate me that Saw's like at the bottom for me, but like, yeah, Saw is better than this. Uh, um, Saw is a bazillion times better than this, <laughs> but we won't have to argue about that. It's at least that's a fun movie. Like this is so fucking boring. Like it's such a boring film to watch. And yeah, overall thoughts for me, it just kind of sucks. Like there's a few cool creepy moments, but it's not enough to redeem it. I don't recommend it, and I probably won't ever watch it again. I'll skip it on a Conjuring series rewatch definitely. Um. But yeah, unless you've got anything more to say about it, Mm-mm. we'll wrap things up. Shout out to our wonderful Patreon supporters, of course. Field Mouse, Ryan, Wade, Ash, Kyle, Francesco, Oliver, and Nicole. Not forgetting Nicole this time. <laughs> <laughs> she signed back up. Um, is Nicole the same person that um, does like has that Instagram account that's called like Pie Wicket or something? Yeah, so that's her... Um... Shout out to account. her. Yeah, so she uh, sells all this really awesome stuff that she mostly creates. I think she does create all of it. She paints and stuff like that. Um, so, yeah. And she's the one I'm going to on a uh, road trip with next uh, in two, a week and a half. Nice. Yeah, shout out Nicole. Go and check out her things. Go and buy her things and support her because she's always been there for us. So always. thank you, Nicole. 
Um, yeah, I've known her since I was seven. That's cool. She is a ride or die. Mm-hmm. Most definitely. Um, but yeah, shout out to her and all of our other Patreon supporters. We really yes. appreciate your support. Thank you for continuing to support us for one whole year. We've been on Patreon for a year now. Oh, man. And that's really nice that you guys have getting been us, there for us. They're just helping getting us closer together. They are. They're bringing, bringing the pod together whilst getting enjoyable bonus content at the same time. Um, <laughs> there's going to be some funny stuff going up on the Patreon very oh, soon. Boy. So you're going to be glad to be our Patreons, I can you're assure you. stupidity of, of me. <laughs> yeah, if you want to check out ash's voice notes that she sends me on movies she's watching i you should do it because like the world deserves to hear these voice notes they have have seen the movie and know what parts i'm talking about yeah watch the movie you know i'm putting it on there on the patreon as a mini commentary some of them are five minutes long um but yeah there are some spoilers so watch the movie first um but yeah check check it out sign up to the patreon and hear all this bonus content we've got some cool stuff coming uh i have a um halloween special to put up on there um which will be going up around halloween me and jb my old podcast bro that i used to do talk nerdy to me with and chris's comics podcast and he joined me one evening and i decided to uh, make his life hell by showing him terrified too so we recorded a commentary <laughs> on that. Bear in mind, JB isn't a horror movie guy and doesn't oh, like gore. So oh, yeah, it was, man, a, it was a fun time. It was a fun that's time. That's literal torture. That is. Yeah. You're mean. <laughs> yes, I am. And his reaction was just what I wanted. So stay tuned and you'll be able to hear JB squirm watching Terrifier 2. Um <laughs> And we do actually have a bunch of uh, discussion before that over like his horror movie backgrounds and what he likes, what he doesn't, stuff like that. So it's a good episode. So sign up to Patreon. Go to horrorhomeschool.com for a link to that Patreon. You only need to give us a dollar a month and you'll get access to all of that bonus content. Speaking of the bonus content, uh, we have a special guest joining us on the next episode, which was on one of those spin-off episodes on the Patreon. So Owen is going to be joining us next episode to talk about The Conjuring. Um, so yeah, Owen was on that podcast talking about his um, paranormal experiences, which are terrifying, by the way. So that's another mm-hmm. thing to sign up to the Patreon for. Scary stories to tell on the pod. We're going to be having more episodes out of that soon, but that's basically our ghost story spin-off pod where we talk about paranormal experiences with special guests. So all of these are real life, true ghost stories. So if you like stuff like that, it's definitely a good listen on a spooky October evening. Go and scare yourself and listen to that. Because, um, yeah, Owen's stories about the ghost that he lives with are fucking terrifying. <laughs> so go check that out and then join us for next episode when we will be talking about The Conjuring with Owen. So that's exciting. As always, you can find all of our links at horrorhomeschool.com links to all the platforms where you can listen to the show our merch socials patreon and tiktok we've got stuff going on on the tiktok now we've joined um, the the 21st century well ash has anyway i still don't have tiktok and know nothing about it so tell us about our tiktok ash what's going on with that uh right now i'm doing 31 days of horror uh there is a 
top 100 horror films of all time, I guess, uh, poster that Nicole gifted me. And so I took 31 movies that I haven't seen from there and I'm doing, um, watching them every day and doing a little review as best as I can because there was one movie yesterday that I'm still unsure of. Literally left you speechless. <laughs> it did. It literally. I still. I like. Uh, yeah. Anyways, but so you can follow along. Um, I posted the movies that I'm watching on the uh, Instagram, but I got one wrong. I saw that you said it was it aliens or alien, and I had no idea that there was a difference. Alien. <laughs> See, alien. This is why was you're the... doing this? <laughs> yeah. Sequel. Yeah. So, yeah. so alien. But yeah, but yeah, you loved Alien, but, which I was happy about. Yeah, yeah, so just follow along. I mean, I do post it on Instagram because some people don't have in, uh, don't have TikTok, but TikTok is like me. One of those apps that are amazing. I refuse know. to conform. You wouldn't You would get so stuck on there. Like I have, I follow somebody that posts all of like old pop punk, um, like uh, being on like um, night shows, like. Um, you know, the late night shows that we have here, like mm-hmm. uh, just bands like um, Dashboard Confessional and just like a whole bunch of emo bands. And so I like it. Which I'm, watch- I'm going to go and see tomorrow night, by the way. Oh, yeah, that's great. <laughs> uh, so, but yep, that's what we're doing on our TikTok. Um, and then I'll probably end up posting other stuff once that's done. I'm just trying to learn to get the hang of all this stuff. <laughs> so yeah. much. Go and check it out. Go and do the TikTok stuff. Follow along with Ash's list. And, and yeah, come back next episode. We're going to be talking about the conjuring. Um, personal social media stuff. You can follow me on Instagram at Chris J. Wakefield. Me, underscore Babraham Lincoln, underscore. We will be back soon with another episode. And remember, the devil preys on the weak and the vulnerable. <laughs>